one of our Marys, I think, put it perfectly. There was a before season two, episode two, Drag Race Spain, and there's an after season two, episode two, Drag Race Spain. Yeah, season two, episode two of Drag Race España is a is a cultural shift. As no. the kids, I don't no, think they, they say, say reset. They say reset. Oh, cultural reset. Cultural reset. Cultural yeah, reset. Well, there you go. There it's, you go. They say it's canon, Mary. It's canon. Oh, it's canon. Yeah. Well, I call everything infamous, so no one's right. <laughs> but uh, it, whatever the hell it is, it it was it was a moment, and I, I, you know, according to IMDb, this is the highest rated episode of Drag Race ever. It has a perfect score of ten point oh. Like, oh, highest Ever. rated, not seen, but rated. Highest rated, highest rated. So there were some episodes, you know, <clears throat> from season 14 that, you know, got like 9.5s and 9.6 in terms of the ratings. Mm-hmm. But I, this may be, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, throw this in the trash if you don't agree with it. This may be the only episode of Drag Race ever in the whole goddamn thing that has gotten a currently 10.0 rating on IMDb. Wow. So Wow. Who knows? Well, who wants to be Petty Betty and give it a one star to just bring it down? <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> and they would be wrong. And there's just, you know, there's also that of like, you just don't want to be that categorically wrong about what really has just become already one of the best episodes of Drag Race. Some people have said ever. I think I might agree with them. I think about the, the the Drag Race franchise, right? I think about it very specifically. I think about what this episode got right, all of the ingredients that it had. It had all of the ingredients to put in the stew that just made it taste perfect uh, by the end. I mean, once we got to judging even, I was like, how are they going to do this? And then the judging was like right on. It was it was so perfect because they were able to illuminate. Oh, you're right. Like I th- I kept saying that. Like oh yeah, okay yeah, that's right. It was oh god. I you know if I were to pick anything about this episode that was just kind of like under ten, it would be the lip sync. But even yeah. the lip sync itself, the way that it happened. There, there's something uh, right on brand for it. I mean, it it was yes, it was a a bonkers lip sync. It was a bit reminiscent of last week's lip sync, but I mean, the song was great. I feel like uh. that song you could do such fucked up campy shit to that song, <laughs> which is kind of what Samantha did. But I just love that it is so far in the other direction. It is having that song in and of itself is having such a good time mm. that you could just be like, you know, a housewife putting her head in the oven to this song and create a bit. You oh know what I mean? God, exactly. Because it's just, you know you what I mean? You love that. You love, I love that, that image. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Isn't there, I mean, I've never seen the movie too. of Bye Bye Birdie, but I've seen the gif of Maureen Stapleton yes. opening the, the oven. Yes. Yeah. And putting herself in it. That's all I really need so to sh- see. So that's, uh, that's what's his face's mom. Uh, 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 English teacher. What's his name? Uh, oh, Peterson, Mr. Peterson's Mrs. Peterson. Um, she is like this, you know, helicopter anxious mom that she uh, loves her son so much. You would love that character, Mary. Oh, it's Maureen Stapleton. You know, what's Brilliant. this bliss shit? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, tangents aside, this episode, why was it so great? I mean, the first thing I, I want to talk about just 
generally before we break it down, the talent show was the the queens were allowed to have a budget. They were allowed to have dancers. There was I feel like I feel like each one of them. And I, it would be fascinating to know if Marisa also had this kind of uh, prompt, but like. I feel like the producers were like, we want this talent show to be amazing. Like it needs, we need to approve what you're going to do. Like it can't be this. It should be something like this. Like they went, they did not do what was done before. No, this was definitely the highest produced talent show. And I mean, really so much credit goes to these, these pit crew members who, you know, were needing to learn. I mean, they were in most of the of the numbers, or at least half of them. And we're not just kind of, you know, bopping around in the background. I mean, they had to be prepared for costume changes, yeah. all sorts of choreography. Yeah. It was really impressive the way that, A, the way that that lifted up the, the overall performance. You know, it's like anyone's performance is, you know, it is what it is. But, like, there's a reason why drag shows and concerts and anyone else has a light show and has, you know, uh, smoke machines and has like, you know, all of the effects because otherwise it can feel, you can feel really swallowed up in a big mm. space. And I think that's happened a lot in the past when you leave one of these queens alone on the stage to just kind of like dance around for 45 seconds, you know? Is that a, is that a read for Coco as usual? Oh, well, no, she had a top hat to dance with. She wasn't alone, and she had that look on her face. So it was actually a fabulous moment. But, you know, you, those queens who were just like, I'm going to just come out and do a routine. Mm -hmm. And you, it's just kind of like it looks like somebody who's like, yeah. you know, yeah. you're in their backyard. They're like, wait, I'm going to go dance over here in this patch of grass where we put the you know above ground pool in the summer. You it, know, It's Tori Spelling and Trick doing Enter You in, you know. Uh, exactly. a little a little classroom i i want to just correct myself i said like oh they were doing things that hadn't been done before of course there is the manila there's the are you going to jump from there there are those two instances of things that have been done before but when i say things that have not been done before i mean having backup dancers i mean having a lot more production and i know that was the show you could tell that the show really tried to let them have a bigger moment and you're right the the some of the lip syncs probably wouldn't have been impressive if it was just them with nothing else right and and i don't even know if i would pin that on the queen i think no, it's hard to take up that much space so i think from a like you know the the tv production standpoint the way that drag race thailand always feels like the the goal is like yeah but we're gonna put on a good show you're mm. not here to watch queens fuck up this was this is on par with Drag Race Thailand in general yes. in terms of like getting it right, hitting the emotional beats. Like Drag Race España, oh my god, you know, and the shoes, oh my god. To quote Winona Judd, I just yeah, the uh, the addition of dancers. This is something the other franchises should totally bring on and embrace more fully in these talent shows. And what's interesting is the talent shows normally saved for all stars, and I I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Marys. Uh, that that very well might be wrong. Uh, maybe. Oh no, I'm wrong. I am wrong. Season fourteen had a talent show twice. <laughs> Rita Rudner. See that? I'm wrong. <laughs> See that? I'm wrong. Um, I'm wrong. I, they. I. You know. No shade to season fourteen talent shows, but I felt like these queens had 
a lot more reason to invest in it. I mean, did we missed a lot in the filming, right? Uh, a lot of footage when they were blocking this with the dancers, when they were rehearsing it, when they were doing, you know, the rehearsal for the talent show. It would have been interesting to see that part of it. And I loved the gag that I had no idea what was coming. That I didn't I, yeah. know she was in that car, you know? <laughs> right, right. I really think I get, like, I agree. It would be fun to kind of see the production of this, but I also, I like that that we got to just be the audience and we got to just be gooped by this. Yes. I mean, it was really, really impressive and really exciting. I think in general for Drag Race España, which is, you know, we, we loved season one so much and, Going into season a second season, you're like, okay, well, the bar has been raised mm. already by the first season, and in the second episode, they raised the bar so fucking high yeah, man. that, like, I just, I mean, even for the other franchises, like, it, this is the bar that things will be like compared to in terms of impressive talent shows. Absolutely, you know, it got compared to Thailand, and I think it's compared to Thailand because. Even the bottom shows or bottom looks on this episode would be high in others. It's like, oh, there wasn't a performance during the or like a story and a, and a reveal during the runway. And you got you were kind of like, oh, there wasn't one, even though there normally isn't one. Right. Like for, for there to be an expectation for there to be that type of level, I think is very Drag Race Thailand. And now we're seeing it here. I mean, hats off to the hobbies and the, the producers because I think that they understand what this drag show should be. It should be a drag show, you know? I know. I, and I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to get into this. I, there's, there's so much good here that I can't wait to queen out on. Most good. I, uh, we could start with the, 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 the background drama that is introduced uh, between Onyx and Sethless. There. Oh, Sethlix? Yeah. <laughs> Seth this <Lix>. little. <laughs> leave know. off the last S for savings? Yes. Yeah, leave <laughs> off the last S for sucking each other off at night in between episodes, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they're banging. They're banging. They're and banging. I, and what was. Wasn't um, Estrella Estrella? She was. She was like, "I'm dying." Is that because she's like really turned on? She made this like Uncle Fester facial expression. I don't know. Sometimes I think I don't really know what she's talking about, but I'm so happy that she's having such a good time <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about true. it that it's fine by me. Estrella uh, is amazing. Estrella. Oh my god. Oh my no. god. <laughs> to court Ariana Grande. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And Estrella, oh my God, to quote Winona Judd. I got to find that sound clip. Yeah, um, not Abby, oh not my the, God, but Estrella, oh my God. Not yeah. Abby, oh my God, but, you know, or Stella, oh my God, as she may be called. Mm. I um, I also, you know, uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of these, I think, this season of like, who does this person look like? And so um, this, in this first act, you know, Sethless, uh, you know, uh, Seth Manos, 
I I was getting Sethless out of drag has kind of a Treasure Island media quality, you know. Like I feel like oh. we could have drag Sethless's 20, 20 load weekend. Oh, oh. But on the other side of things, and I'll let you marinate on that for a second. Um, but on the other side of things, They're so careful out of dra- with him. They're so careful with him. It's great. It's great. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because they gotta they gotta make her last till Sunday night, girl. <laughs> it's a weekend. You know what I mean? They don't have to check out till like 4 p.m. So let's, you know, you can always tell when it's the last shot. You know, you can always tell because they're going insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just that's that's it only marries to talk about. What is what is what is the behind the scenes of a 20 load weekend? But uh, but I also speaking of 20 load weekends, well, actually not at all. I also feel like Sethless kind of looks like squints from the Sandlot. Squints. Put okay. a pair of glasses okay. on her. Put a, put a pair of glasses on her. Okay. Uh, Have her point to the sky where her ball's going to go. I got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I see it. I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, drag squints. So, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we don't waste any time. We get to uh, an 11 queen reading challenge Jeez. this episode. Uh, I got to say, some of these were great. And I don't speak spanish no i mean that's always the challenge with these international franchises that like there's always a little bit lost just in like inflection to translation to if the translation is good you know and Mm. so if the reference is you know really local and so you know i liked that you know sharon did the little bird bath thing for sethless you Mm -hmm. know like come on jump in but (laughs) let's not forget short king spring you know Short King Spring. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah so who, jump in, girl. Who was the joke? Uh, that oh, it was Onyx who said Sethless. I just want you. I just want to say one thing. Stand up. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That was so like it was what uh, Dulce was saying on season fourteen. You know, with like the economy of language. Like mm. just keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Ariel Shrek. Oh, pardon. Uh, yeah, that was good. The 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 queen that I was living for was. Benedita. Benefits, uh, remind me what she, give me a She goes, Diamante married. (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. And she also, queen for, I mean, like Mary, it's like a dog whistle for me. The showgirls reference. She's like, oh, there's always someone younger and hungrier coming down the stairs after you. And that's how I feel every time we come downstairs for breakfast. (laughs) Right. And then Stella's like, they're all coming for me and nothing in the world could make me happier. Like Uh, this bitch loves to be red. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was it was was kind of like, are you kidding? Uh, It was good. She was having the best time. The best. I love that. Uh, I think Sethless made another fat joke. Like she, Estea took it like a champ. She was getting a lot of fat jokes. Granted, like I don't know, in another language, I'm sure it was very punny or very funny. But Sethless, like watching you perform on the runway, is like watching you, like watching meat spinning on a spit. Um, yeah, and then, and then she spins. Stella goes spinning backwards. <laughs> it was great. Uh, and Estea uh. had Estrella uh, had a great joke. Um, with the and I, you know, I thought of you and I was like, oh, I wonder if Colin really gets this. But she's like, oh yeah, Samantha, you know, after this week, we got to put on a show together. I could be Hagrid, and you can be Voldemort. 
I, I saw where she was going. I mean, I don't know if this is a reference, but I did like when Samantha was impersonating Voldemort and was like, Harry Potter, I'm completely bored. And I don't know what that's about, oh but I God. thought that was funny. It was the voice that was just so well done. And if you've ever seen it, like Voldemort is bald and has like kind of a flat face. And so Samantha yes, I know Bell, what he looks yeah, like. Okay, yeah, okay. All, right, yeah. all right. That's why it was just perfect. And the voice, this voice, it's, uh, it's, it's very over the top. I just didn't know why she was saying she was completely bored. I didn't know if Voldemort was just like this pithy bitch. She was like, oh, Harry, not another <laughs> magic trick. What are you supposed to be besides a mess? Yeah, <laughs> good one. Um, yeah, the the idea that Voldemort is this... I don't know. He's uh, it's another example of like a scar or a Jafar or an Ursula. Voldemort uh-huh. is very much like the queen. Yes, yes, the the vengeful queer queen. Oh god, has like a snake following him around. I don't know. It it he's very in his heyday, I'm sure he was very fabulous, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of fabulous, I do want to thank the Marys who I think solved it for me that Judici looks like Anna de Armas. I think that that is mm. there may have been someone else that I was getting, but I just love I'm, I'm happy to land on Anna de Armas here. You know, great Anna de Armas. I take all the spice out of it, you know? Yeah, um, I, I Selma Blair is still kind of I just keep seeing her. But yes, Anna de Armas is uh, is, is a great one. Great one. Yeah. She had a a very funny read uh, for Marina. Uh, you know, you're so happy when you, uh, you know, you tested negative and we didn't have the heart to tell you that it was a personality test. Um, and then Marina was, man, Marina did not oh, man. take that joke. <laughs> no, Marina was, she was in a, she was in like the rare book section of the library. She was like, I'm sorry, what, what's that joke supposed to mean? I'm trying to read this rare book. I I I thought this was an interesting like I don't know. Marina is a different energy in the room and I yeah. think it is to her benefit in terms of what we see in the competition but in these moments it's interesting how it, she's very different from the other queens. Yeah, interesting. She couldn't even I mean she in the confessional insulted Diamante. And it was like cuz Marina's like oh yeah, she lacks class. It's just like girl it was a reading challenge oh i know right it was like you you've you've seen the show right you know what happens <laughs> tamar here. yeah tamar like uh, later estelle is gonna squeeze mustard out of her tip so let's not worry about class you know totally um <clears throat> hota karahota i want to just say one of the best moments for me the nuance of supreme reading hota back you know being like i hope you have a career and then kissing her fingers and then putting it on her cheek that gesture is yeah. so gay. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, uh, Supreme as a dandy, Supreme as Mr. Duncan, as uh-huh. the gay Mr. Duncan every week in this in this workroom is. Um, uh, oh, that's right. Duncan's yeah. toy chest. That's Duncan's toy chest. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, okay. yeah. Two like, turtle doves. I was like, who is it? Duncan, the N- producer? or okay. No, 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 no. Of course, the old man from Home Alone 2. Sandy course. Duncan. You know, Sandy Duncan I wish. could be, you know, a supreme type of figure, you know. Didn't she have one eye? I don't remember. I'm I just remember sure. Sandy Duncan. It's just, uh, it was, 
<clears throat> from that show, Sandy Duncan. That's what I remember. Yeah, from uh, the Hogan family. Hogan family, yeah, yeah, yeah. She took over when they fired Valerie Harper. That's right. It used to be oh. Valerie, and then they changed it to uh, the Hogan family. Oh, God. Sandy Duncan. Anyway. Sandy Duncan, yeah. Uh, we find out about, you know, Supreme's extravaganza, Laganza talent show, uh, and then the queens are, you know, uh, they have to plan what they're going to do, and I'm like, girl... Yeah, yeah. So what it's do you like think Dracula. you're gonna do? Yeah, it's, it's like, like well, yeah, yeah. the thing I've been rehearsing for four days, probably with the it, dancers. It's like Dracula, like when they pretend that they're sewing. It's like, no, you right. have this look done, right? Dear. When the alarm goes off <laughs> yes. and they're in half makeup, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> who was it that showed her blank book? It's like you already have your ideas, girl. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. I oh maybe it was um I think it's it was Samantha, yeah. wasn't it? yeah or. Whoever it was, this was all a bit of a, you know, what are we going to do versus, you know, versus what it really was, was like they probably had like blocks of rehearsal time that each of them were going Uh to. And whoever wasn't in this scene was off rehearsing, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, One of the things before we get to the next day where there was a lot of great conversations happening, I just thought it was an uh, important backstory. One of our Marys wrote in and told us about it. But uh, Drag Sethless has... Is like a winner of <clears throat> these drag shows, uh, a very prominent winner. Uh, and in the workroom, she says that she wins in 2017, 2020. Um, she gets she got to crown Drag Volcano in the most recent uh, drag show uh, competition. Um, but anyway, she talks about how, you know, she was brought to court, apparently, for inciting hatred. Oh, the Christians were mad, I guess, because she, yeah, she was like, you know, I didn't watch the, I think someone sent us the video or I didn't even dig into it, but I think she had, because I was so offended. No, I just forgot to, but uh, I think she was doing a Virgin Mary thing. I think there may have been a bit of a crucifixion going on. Definitely crucifixion. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And she, it's just interesting. Like the judge was like, yep, no hate here. Like leave her alone. Uh, Just very interesting um, how drag can sometimes, you know, if it's the right moment or if there is enough buzz about something that it can wake up some of the, you know, the cockroaches under the rocks. Well, I guess it depends on like, you know, in Spain, for example, which example, which is a very Catholic country, I feel like something religious is going to get under people's skin or get people's mm. attention mm-hmm. and maybe here for example that might not resonate as much just because i think it's more like kind of cool to hate on religion you know what i mean especially like you know what i mean so yeah. I, I think there's um or to be sacrilegious or to do like I feel like lady gaga has done stuff and people are like oh my god you know it's yeah. so yeah i mean it, back in I, the yeah. 80s madonna's like a prayer video like it was yeah, I mean, right, right. right. Uh, I mean, who knows now? And now it might be seen, people might recognize more like, you know, a different narrative and mm-hmm. not see it as offensive, you know? Totally. Uh, I just want to also call out the wonderful nuance of uh, Judy Chi saying after they come back uh, the next day in her confessional, oh, it was just so adorable. She just said, it's a new day in the workroom. Right, Smiles. like she didn't. Yeah, that's it. That's what she needed, right? You just need me to say yeah. it's a new day oh, in the workroom. Say that. Here we it. go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm feel. I don't know how I'm feeling. It's a new day in the workroom. That's yeah. it. It's a new day in the workroom. Smile. I just. <laughs> uh, 
it's like she was Valerie Cherish, right? Where right, she just right. had a fight, and they're like, "We just need you to say this, Judy." She's like, "Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm just not feeling. It. I'm just not feeling. It. Like, what what do you mean? It's, it's a new day in the workroom." Got yeah, it. if you could, yeah, if you could just say it, fine. Take a beat and then say it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Um, <clears throat> then they jump into, I think, what is an, an example of banter in the workroom that didn't feel too forced. Sometimes the social justice corners on Drag Race feel a little, like, prompted, a little forced. Uh, I <clears throat> I think that it just kind of fell into this discussion between Ariel and Onyx. Um, you know, it was just like, well, what's your, what's your talent going to be about? And Ariel starts talking. And then it turns into something very real. And I don't think that they saw it coming. Yeah, I, this did not feel like a shoehorned in, like a producer was like, hey, we got to talk about therapy this week. You know, <laughs> and, and hey, we love to talk about therapy. You know, don't this wait, episode yeah. is not sponsored by BetterHelp, but some are. And so, uh, and I do love talking about therapy. Uh, <laughs> I love therapy. I love therapy. Um, love oh, man. Love I love it. it. I love therapy. I love it. Oh my God, that should be our next ad copy. We should just do a variation of Sue Ellen and what's his name watching the. the, the Brian. What Young it? Brian. Yeah. Yeah, the Grunion at the Grunion. Grunion, yeah, Grun Run. Grunion Run, yeah. Ugh, anyway, um, yeah, this felt like a pretty organic conversation. I mean, I think to sort of zoom in on the most shallow part of it, I, I have to investigate why a backwards baseball hat with Mickey Mouse ears is so hot, because mm. I'm not a Disney gay, but there's something about it. It's as if he's like a like a... Like a nice tour guide at Disney who's like cruising me in the bathroom, you know? Interesting. Interesting. No, I, I, I totally get that for you, Mary. I get it for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, they yeah. have gay days, you know? <laughs> they, they, they definitely have gay days. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of talk if people should go to the gay days this year. Uh, that's well, a whole other Only Mary's yeah. topic. Well, now they call them don't say gay days. So oh, it's, they call know. them queer days, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you can say that either. Well, maybe you know, they call I, them they days. <gasps> they oh, days. That'd be the God. way to do it. Go to they yeah. days, Disney cowards. Um, yeah. I, I, I got to say this spoke to me. Onyx having this pandemic kind of change management story spoke to me so much. Mary went from having a partner and a job and uh, then losing that job, breaking up with a boyfriend and going home and living with your father. Not that like all of that happened to me, but just how quickly all of that just it just changed so fast that that will, of course, it, it will take a while to kind of recover from that shell shock. I think the the framework of like once you start to forget who you are, that's a good sign. Yeah. To do therapy, I was like, you know, I have not heard it put that way, but boy, is that it? When you're like, who am I? What life am I leading right now? Like, there's there's that little disconnect that I thought was a was a good point. I'm like, you know, that is, that is a good red flag for therapy. Yeah, forgetting who you are. I mean, relatable content, relatable content, relatable content. I will say yeah. uh, one of the other things that was kind of illuminated here that Onyx said is that when you pick yourself up, it takes three times the effort. And people kind of forget that, right? It's like, it's not just, oh, okay, fix it. Oh, okay, go to therapy. It's like, well, yeah, and then it takes three times the, the amount of effort and three times as long. 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's that whole idea of how easy it is to eat the donut and how hard it is to work it off. Mm. You know. Yeah, it's very easy to eat that donut, Mary, and you don't have to yeah. eat the donut to know it's sweet. No, no, but uh, I I do like to tongue a few holes to make sure the glaze is good. You know. <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's move to the runway. <laughs> speaking uh, of which, you speaking know, of donuts, all I'll, say is, all I'll say is when I cry, I cry waterfalls and I feel free. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you cry thinking about that. You're going to cry, um, cry and cut. Yeah. If you're going to cry, cry waterfalls. <laughs> Don't go crying waterfalls. I won't. Uh, every teardrop is a waterfall, Mary. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, speaking of donuts, let me bring it back to things I am focused on. I One more thing to love about Anna Loking is that she'll bring a donut to the judges panel. Mary, absolutely. Absolutely. Has that ever happened? Have they ever brought food like as a gag, hmm, that is a great question to the to the Marias and Marys alike. Have judges ever brought food? You know, we've had we've seen food in the queens. top of heads. Queens have brought we've them. Seen, yeah. We've seen queens with food. We've seen Jasmine Masters with a loaf of bread. Uh huh. But when has a judge brought a snack? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you want to be a judge? Bring a snack. Bring a snack. Audience uh, for this talent show, the beloved season one cast. It was I great to see it. them again. Oh, my God. All of them looked phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, I think Inti was probably my favorite. Oh, I know. Really, really great. But, like, just seeing Poopy again. Just I knew the, you would love Poopy, it. Yeah. Poopy just has this energy that just her showing up, I was like, oh, Poops, I'm so happy to see you. Uh, but Mary, I thought that you would be most excited to see Arancha. But you know what? I feel like Arancha didn't really arrive until she was reacting to the talent show. Exactly. <laughs> that's really when Arancha became all of us. And so that's really, I mean, I was happy to see her, but then I was really happy to see her later. But um, also, I mean, you know, because we're allowed to compare queens now, just the extent to which Sagittaria looks like Crystal Versace is like, you can't even you can't even say I'm comparing queens. This is like the fucking parent trap, you know? Uh, hey, Mary, you know, compare away. Do what you do what you feel is best. Um, yeah, I will say my reaction to Sagittaria is Sag, as we lovingly called her. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Sag, I almost forgot. Well, yeah, I I did too, and I I know one of our Marys pointed out like, huh, the order these queens came out suggested that Sagittaria was second place, and Tyne Daly as Killer Queen was third, and I have to just sort of ear tuck that as well as like, yeah, Tyne Daly was second place. Tyne Daly was second place. We have to remember yeah. that. We're not going to rewrite history here. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very wow. interesting. Very interesting. But uh, no, great to see this cast. I will say that also helped the talent show because and I think that's been done before where they've, you know, had a live audience, whether it was queens that they brought back for like a comedy show or whatever. Um, but in other talent shows, it's the current cast is the audience. I think this is a great just a great addition and, and great for the fans um, to have past season queens be the audience why not 
this is this is the solution. I don't need a bunch of day players from LA Mm-mm. to come in and and fake cry. Remember that guy, that guy who made that face in the audience during yes. somebody's talent show, and he's like, oh, he's like feeling it. One of our Mary sent us a screenshot. I was like, that's it. That's the guy. So that guy, like, I don't need that. But yeah, bring back, you know, uh, whether it be on American Drag Race, where there's a whole, you know, slew of queens you could bring back. Or in this case, yeah, just bring back the whole cast of season one. I was, this is the way to go. I loved it. I just think it makes for these types of performances, lip syncs, comedy shows. I mean, I know that we said this last season, but doing, or maybe it was for, oh, no, it was for UK season three. But to do a roast or a comedy routine to four judges is so fucking awkward. It's like an audition. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, you got to make this, make this fun. And I think that that added to why this talent show was even better than maybe it really was, even though I think it was fabulous, um, was that there was an audience reacting in real time. Uh, and they were giving what we love from Drag Race Thailand. It was like big reactions. It yes. was big, yes, work bitch reactions. Like this is so, it was really the bummer of, of the sort of quarantine seasons where you had limited audiences and whatnot. It was like, oh, like it really is the other half of, of of all of this is that somebody's reacting. So, mm. and I think especially for, you know, if maybe we dive into this here for performances like Drag Sethless, it's oh like... Oh my goodness! You need an audience. <laughs> Car, are you kidding me? I mean, it... it <laughs> get out of my dreams! Yeah, and get out of that car! Get out of the car! Yeah. Get out of the car! Get out of the car! Sydney, get out of the car, Sid! He's in the car, Sydney! Get out of the car! Sorry, I've been screamed to land. Um, Yeah, get out of the car, absolutely. Mary, oh my God. You know, there's, you could say, you could say, you could pull a, you know, UK versus the world lemon critique here and be like, well, well, we've seen that before, you know. But Mary, you haven't seen the backup dancers. You haven't seen this Transformers look. We have, I mean, we have. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that we've seen. We've seen Queens lip sync. We've seen Queens sing. We've seen Queens dance. So like that, you know, Opashaw is what I say to that. This was, I mean, first of all. You are, you're all good in my book if you're using Satisfaction by Benny Benassi. I mean, okay. that song, yeah. you are automatically set. Uh-huh. That, is, that is such a great song to Ugh, use. So gay. It's <laughs> so gay. It's so, like, filthy and, like, yeah. early 2000s mm-hmm. kind of way. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> and it just, and I think just kind of the production of this in terms of the order of the talent show Boy, this set the tone. And yes. Mary, did you expect it? Because I was I was in public when I watched this. And it was the best experience because I, did, I threw caution to the wind. Because I didn't know she was in that goddamn car, Mary. I mean, I, I didn't know at all what to expect. I just sat down and hit play and said, okay, you tell me. So I, everything, I didn't know what I was supposed to expect. So all of it was surprising and just like levels of shock. Um, but where, which, who was, what, what bar or whatever was showing Drag Race España? Oh, no, no. I was like, 
doing work in a public space. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, <laughs> there's somebody showing this here? Um, I, I will say what this reminded me a lot of, you know, in, in another, in a, in a positive way, is some of those videos of Tamisha Amon performances. Yes. At, at different competitions mm-hmm. where it was, and I'm, I'm sure this is also, you know, if we, if we watch some of those videos from the, um, you know, the, uh, the drag gala that, that drag Zethlis and drag Volcanoes, but in, I'm sure that this is on par with all of that, but like this level on drag race, we don't necessarily always see. Yeah. Because a lot of the Queens, this isn't what they do. I mean, even the pageant circuit here has a talent portion, right? But it's, it's usually a, you know, a dance with a lip sync. You know what I mean? It's not always, to this level. And I just think that in other parts of drag, other other drag cultures, so to speak, there's just a different expectation, perhaps. Um, granted, like, Mary's, show us the videos where this is happening in the U.S. drag, com- tra- drag competitions. Like, show us uh, this type of production. But, like, this was a total gag, Mary. And in those shoes. I mean, yes. I think there may be other queens doing synchronized dancing with backup dancers and lights and jumps. I mean, that I wouldn't be surprised if that was happening, but I feel like it is not to be underestimated the like by literally elevating it on those shoes. It did make the jump off the box more exciting. Cause it was like, uh-huh. you're doing it in stilts. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with the great makeup, right? I mean, I know the, there's, there's amazing examples of the drag pageants here of the talent competitions, right? Amazing examples, but I, this just, this was on TV. You know what I mean? Like, I, we haven't seen this on a Drag Race franchise yet. We haven't seen that level of production. And I just, I thought this was phenomenal. Um, and we'll talk about why uh, Sethless perhaps wasn't in the top, right? She wasn't put in the top, was she? She was. Oh, she was. Safe. She was. No, she was in the top. <coughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was. She safe. was <laughs> safe. Uh, she was not with that 20 top. load weekend. Yeah, she was no, definitely she not was safe. Definitely, she was definitely in the top. Okay, that's good. Uh, my my memory is deceiving me right now, Marys. Um, yeah, so uh, the next one is Hota Karahota uh, doing, and I feel like you probably hate this instrument. <laughs> oh, the guitar? <laughs> you know, I got to say, I did not know what to expect, and I may have been a little bit like, well, she's 18, you know? Uh-huh. What are we... Go- and I found this very charming. I thought the whole performance was really charming, and when she brought in the guitar, I actually thought, well, that's what... You clever little bitch. You started with the organ, and you finished on this cheesy guitar doing the same song. That was really... I, I You're doing something here. I actually kind of loved it, and the and I don't know... Why? And I'm sure some of our, our Marias can explain, but the fact that she called Supreme the Queen of Potatoes, I was like, I love this shit. This is great. She, queen of Potatoes? Yeah. Queen of Potatoes. Lots of eyes, Mary. Lots of eyes. <laughs> the Queen yeah. has eyes. The que- Yeah, the Queen <laughs> has eyes in the back of her head. Yeah. Um, I, I also appreciated that she was rapping live. Uh, you could hear her kind of being a little out of breath. I feel like on a U.S. franchise, it would have been lip synced. Well, yeah, I mean, what they, they did have a little kind of uh, header noting which of the performances were live singing, which I thought was cool. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, we've seen 
uh, like Fifi O'Hara was live singing. Um, oh, wait, All Stars wait, Two. Wait, wait, I think. Was, she, was she? Yeah. Should we should we, should we speed it up a little bit? Should, <laughs> acapella. Yeah. Girl. Right. But wasn't this basically acapella as well? And like, did not bother me. It was great. I thought Hota, who I keep wanting to call Jody, but I just feel like how many of these names am I allowed to butcher in one season? But in my heart, I'm calling her Jody. Uh, I thought she did a great job. She did do a great job. Uh, it, it was by far and away not one of the worst performances. You know what I mean? Like all of totally these, safe. even Samantha Ballantyne's, which I, we'll talk about in a second. But uh, actually, let's talk about her in a second. Let's talk about Jody Chi. Judy Chi. Uh, we're not going to talk about Ariel. I mean, I think Ariel. Oh, I, I forgot. A... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Ariel. Yes. Let's talk about Ariel Shrek. Uh, yeah, I think that this performance would have been safe in any other talent show. Uh huh. Absolutely. I don't think this was bad. I thought the critiques made a lot of sense, and and you know, I think even Supreme was like, we have to compare you to everybody else. Yeah. You know, so it was fair, but I don't think that she like made a boob of herself. You know. No, it it's interesting that her mom was there, right? Isn't Killer Queen? Oh, her that Tyne was there. Yeah, that felt good. Yeah, and even and, Killer and, at the yeah. end was like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of worried for Ariel. She did great, but I'm, I mean, man, I'm glad I wasn't on season two. Like, it was, it was a real moment there. Yeah. Oh, it was. I'm glad her mom was there. You know, I wish that we got to see like a workroom hug. Oh, you know? yeah, Killer. That would have made me feel good. Tyne comes yeah. back. Um, uh. yeah, this was, uh, this was an original song, correct? Yes, this is an original song. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great. And she had the backup dancers. I think they critiqued her because they had also seen the ribbons stuff before. I had not, so I liked it. <laughs> um, anyway, let's talk about Jurichi. Yeah, yeah, Jurichi. So opera, bringing live singing, bringing some opera to Drag Race. And we've had a little bits and bobbles of opera, but this was... Oh, it was so impressive and so, like, I couldn't look away. Ugh. It was high drag. We love a phone moment, Mary. The phone moment. I mean, this is also where, like, Arancha really clicked in as, like, all of us. They cut to her face just uh-huh. just a screaming goose, just could not believe what was happening. And yes. I was like, yep. I agree. Or, you know, if we're not Arancha, we're we're little little Javi with tears in his eyes. I was like, oh, uh, let uh, those waterfalls fall, sweet baby. Oh my god! Like that's the screenshot, you know? Right? <laughs> uh, what a little goose. Um, yeah. this, I gotta say, uh, Habanero with a club beat, I will never hate. Like it, it just fits. It works. We mm-hmm. saw Beyonce do it when she did the hip hopera. Um, this is, this was effortless, it seemed, uh, for her. It was just effortless. I feel like you are bringing up a very old reference that people don't talk about. The the hip hopera was like a long time ago, right? Oh, it was. (laughs) I'm not, no, Mary, I am not reading you. I'm just going, oh my God, the hip hopera wires. We should talk about that. I don't think I've ever even seen it, but I feel like it was a thing. It was a thing. It was an experiment. Uh, they they did what they could with it. I think. Um, I mean, I granted, I don't know. I don't remember uh, the impact of it, but I do remember it was on MTV, and I don't think people were feeling it. Like, I don't think that they got how awesome it was. 
feel like I wonder if people appreciate it now because that was 2001. Mary, that was over 20 years ago. This is crazy. Wow. Yeah. No. Debrat was the narrator, Mary. <laughs> Mary. Mary. Yes. Uh, Carmen is one of those operas. Man, I I don't want to go on a Carmen tangent, but I could, and I won't. Uh, but it's one of those those stories, those uh, source materials that has just gone through, has gone all around the world in 180 days kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it is, it exists in so many different genres. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's like, it's an inspiration in so many different ways. Uh, and including on Drag Race. Yes. I, I yes. thought this was awesome. And and then, I mean, again, in kind of the, the production of the talent show, I think shifting from this very, not fully serious, but like more, you know, a, a, a valley, not really a hill in terms of the, the flow of things. Then we, you know, shift into, I feel like what could have been a great, like, pick me up from Samantha. And I felt like it, the act itself just didn't give her the opportunity. I think Javi, even one of the hobbies said this, that, like the act itself didn't give her the opportunity to do what she's good at. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, th th he also compared her, you know, it was interesting that the, Manila Luzon from All Stars, like knew the reference right away. Uh, you had said something earlier, like, "Oh, who cares if they've already done it?" And that's true. Like, I don't think I would have cared if that that Manila had already done this uh, if Samantha like put another gag on it. You know what I mean? Right. Besides it, it being a glittery penis and like eating a banana. You know what I mean? I don't know. It wasn't. That banana, I feel like someone brought that banana to for to school for lunch, and it got so beat up in the paper bag in their backpack. And this is the banana at lunch, just bruised, mm. and it's got those those soft mushy sections. It she tried to stick it in her mouth, like you know, and then it just kind of got real flaccid, which I don't think was on purpose. It, I I don't know. I I think she. I hate to say it, she painted herself into a corner with this act. Yeah, I. what's different with Manila, I think Manila actually painted something and then turned it upside down. Right. Where Samantha yeah. didn't, Samantha didn't paint anything, Mary. Do anything. <laughs> no, she should do anything. So, and I thought it was weird that she kind of was, I would assume, was kind of blocking herself from the uh -huh. season one queens with the easel. It just, uh, you know. She didn't um. bring a talent, it seemed. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't, compared to everybody else, like, there wasn't something that she brought. What I love so much about this talent show is that they brought talent. You know, it wasn't just, I'm in a dress, you know? I don't know. Yeah, do it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in terms of, of screenshots, I mean, we get to benefits next, which I know, Benedita, which I realize the V is, pronouncing the V is even correct. It's Benedita, but I'm going to call her benefits because my autocorrect insists. But her in the beginning, all wrapped up, that face, that single tear, mm. that is the screenshot for me as well. I was like, the drama of you up there, just... Ugh. All bundled up. Speaking of religious imagery, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's it. Oh. That's what they're and saying. It, it was so cool. And then, I mean, then this whole burlesque kind of act that was. Yes. I mean, Roxy Andrews won the talent show for doing this. And you know what I mean? Like, this was still just safe in this talent show. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. It was so cool. I will say, if I were to pick the burlesque act that spoke to me most, it would be Estrellas. But this one. I mean, it was 
it, it was also doing something really cool. I wonder if our Marys can help me out if it was just a random thing that they yelled out or if it had something to do with the act. But somebody yelled out like she doesn't have a boyfriend. Like I loved that somebody yelled that out at the end. Yeah, yeah, it 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 just it felt like unless it's a specific reference, just kind of like and and she's know. single, she's single. Yeah, she's single, <laughs> gentlemen. She's single. Love that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, should we move on to the Dragula portion of this talent show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Victoria Onyx, Victoria Elizabeth Onyx. Yeah, <laughs> Victoria Elizabeth Onyx. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, having an a- alien birth on stage. Um, I gotta say. Pretty amazing makeup amidst really silly, silly camp. Like, in many ways, it wasn't Dracula because it was kind of silly. And you kind of have to accept mm-hmm. that it was that, it, you know, she was doing the orgasm sounds and it wasn't supposed to be this grotesque thing. Yeah, I mean the the face reveal was just like incredible. Mm-hmm. Like just, like the the level of paint she was doing, and like I I do agree that I think the act it got a little muddled. I think it was not an easy birth, and I it definitely <laughs> seemed like we need you know I think we need a C section here, you know. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so not that an was easy birth, yeah. it was not an easy birth, oh. uh, but you know, I, so I it, it, yeah it was maybe not the mo- most successful performance of the night but like obviously once the runway comes it's like i don't fucking care you know what i mean there's a level there's a not a level there's a lane there's a perspective in onyx that is i i just welcome it so like and again it, it just it's another thing to say about this talent show it's like this was great and here's what i have to critique you know like here's a critique for it um I, I didn't mind it. And yeah, did it lull in the middle? Like maybe, maybe something else should have been going on, but she looked phenomenal and it wasn't like it was a long act. Yeah. I mean, all of this is again, relative. Like if she was on another season, she would be immediately at least safe, you know, like uh-huh. it's all just a relative level. Cause then you get Marina who, Oh, the ring light dance, the ring light dance. I uh, Marina, this is one of my favorites of the night. I think that this could have been a lull very easily. Mm. And I thought she was so magnetic. And I think what's because it's like it was an original song. And I was like interested in her lyrics. I was interested in the storytelling of it. And I feel like very rarely does a drag race girl make me care about what she's actually singing. <laughs> totally. That's so true. That's a great you know? point. That's a great point. Yeah. This was giving me like anime Wong in the finale. Uh, just like being like, yep, I got ballroom dance moves. Here we go. And it's impeccable. Yeah. I, I thought she just was so just, I just couldn't look away. I thought she was so great. Mm. Even tearing off the, the little patches over her nipples. Uh-huh. It was just really thoughtful. And I think this is where like, and obviously with the runway as well, where it's like, she may be a different kind of bird than some of these other Queens, but like, Oh my God. Like, what's going on under that beak? It's just, she is really, really talented. You know, the queen from last season that I think was, like, misunderstood by the other queens was uh, Ugathio. It's a similar energy, totally. Yeah, and and not to compare them, but, like, I, I, I think that's the narrative that Marina might ha- be challenged with. And I, I really, really love the thought that goes behind everything. Can... can right. 
can she be silly? I guess that's the other question. And does it matter? Yeah, and then that makes me think of, again, like, Sasha Valore. The question was like, yeah, but you take this very seriously, and, like, is that the problem, you know? Yeah, so, and, but, and, but Sasha could be silly. She did the whole broccoli well, yeah. thing, you know. I, of course. Yeah. She, That's the question is, can Marina do that same thing? Is right. like, just let go. Let it go. Um, here we come to my, I think, I think my favorite act. I Yeah. I think this was my favorite song of the night. Yes. Like, it 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 even got me like I got a little teary eyed. It was so beautiful. Like uh, once when she's spinning around and her like you know mm-hmm. being fat and divine, uh, the song itself is really beautiful. Oh my god! And this in and of itself was a, was a burlesque number that was put on top of its head and then put into a sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, a the, messy sandwich where all the ingredients fall out the back when you take a bite, you know? Girl, exactly. The reveal to her tassels is ketchup packets, Mary, and then she squirts out mustard from her tits. Like, it was yeah. like, it was like here's, a, uh, here's the punchline, and then, you know, the one on top of that. Like, she just kept one-upping herself. She had a French fry. Dipped in ketchup yeah. when she first started. The reveals of her boobs. It was buns to lettuce to then cheese and tomato. Right. And handing them out to the to the backup ah. dancers while she's doing it. It was so great. I thought it was – I couldn't believe how she had accomplished something that was funny. It was stupid. It was meaningful. It was thought out. It was messy. And Mary – All at, to, to all the, the same time. The, 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 the button of the song being a burp is brilliant yeah well feeding her vagina a, a burger i mean it's I, I, really this was so good and i just i i was thinking you know uh this if 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 a musical sounded like this song i would enjoy it this is my kind of like musical performance you know <laughs> okay well yeah no i appreciated the song like the song itself to be like musical about it like it went somewhere. It had yeah. levels. It it had new tones and uh, sections. You know, it wasn't. It didn't sound the same the whole way through, which right. happens a lot with these, you know, drag race lip sync songs on, uh, you know, all stars, right? And I just really appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. This was pro- up there with Marina. You know, in, in different ways. This one is. This could be my favorite. Could be with Marina, my favorite, but definitely a, a, a shining star of the night for me. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, then we get to, I mean, the the episode winner, Sharon. Um, yeah, this could have could have become a cringe ass moment, but the fact that it wasn't funny, it wasn't what she wasn't doing like a disrespectful impersonation. It wasn't like a bit. The only thing that was funny about it was that it was a puppet. But then you realize, like, oh, it doesn't it's only a puppet because it's not a mannequin. You know what I mean? I just Mm -hmm. thought it it was just Sharon doing two voices and she needed another thing on stage to be the other voice. This was fuck. This was a great act. I there's a great shot of of Poopy watching with her arms crossed over her chest while mm. Sharon's singing, and I was like, "Yeah, this was so beautiful." Again, live singing, really beautiful, really simple, 
and when you see the puppet, the Louis Armstrong puppet, you're like, oh, God, okay, this is going to be some kind of bit. And then the fact that it was not funny, the fact that she yeah. played it, even though she was, she did a great Louis Armstrong voice. It was voice, a great impression. Yeah. It was a great impression. Like, it it never felt like she was doing, you know, a puppet challenge. You know it what I mean? It wasn't disrespectful. It was yeah. very much, like, in uh, adoration. And I love that's that moment. Felt. I love yeah. that moment. I think that's a great way to do it if you're going to do something like this. I I also want to just echo what one of the hobbies said. It's like this looked effortless and this was extremely hard. Yeah, there were a lot of I mean, obviously you would hear them more than me, but I, I felt like even like her her. The way she sang the the line and your ma is good looking, uh-huh. she went to all these different places in that line. It was so good. Yeah, no, she she really made a song that is so overperformed in like the jazz standard canon. She made it her own with by being both characters. And I got to say, the most challenging thing vocally about this isn't necessarily singing uh, in you know th- that high register or. Uh, doing an impression of Louis Armstrong, it's switching back and forth, Mary. Mm-hmm. That is very hard to do. Yeah, this was this was really really cool. And I mean, when you see a performance like this, that is not a, a you know a number like Drag Sethless, that is not full of uh, you know backup dancers and smoke machines mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's like that's even harder to to be the top performance because you have less ingredients to kind of wow people with Mary, the ballad won. the ballad finally won. We've been crying about it for season 14, honor the ballad. And guess what? The ballad won. Guess what? Mimi, it did. Yeah, <laughs> it <won>. but <laughs> it won, but you know, uh, not without a solid effort from, Diamante, mm. uh, which also I was like, this is great drag this is race great. music. Yes, this is really great. She was giving me like uh, there was this real Pangina vibe uh-huh. about her performance. Uh-huh. That I also, I mean, Arancha and I were living. Oh my god, I was laughing out loud in public at yeah. the chocolate when they were all like chocolate. I was like, it's chocolate. It's, it's chocolate. chocolate. Oh, I know. I didn't even realize the connection. It's chocolate. <laughs> Um, Chocolate, I guess. Oh, God. I love that audience participation. And I know you hate it, but this worked, you know? I know. This is the kind of thing where it's like, how could you not? This is so much fun. I, because I feel like she's doing, like, this is also like a different style of music that I don't think a lot of other drag race mm. girls do. I think, you know, she's doing, I, I, I'm pretty sure she's Dominican. I feel like this is like, there's some reggaeton in there. Reggaeton, you got to put the tone on the end of it. Uh, but I think there's some of that in there that I don't feel like I've heard other drag race queens do. I didn't hear the reggaeton beat, that's the the dembo beat, the boom, ba boom, 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 ba boom, boom, boom. I didn't mm-hmm. hear that. Um, so I don't think that's what I got. But it was one of well, the living in wood a little bit longer, honey, and you'll hear it. <laughs> got it. Um, yeah, I I I definitely got uh, like joy. Uh, I got. Uh, definitely something that let me know about her more. Um, And yeah, it reminded me of um, what's my name? Priyanka, you know, Uh, it Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of that punchline that she was able to tap into so quickly. Uh, It was just so fabulous. It was joyful. And she did not jump from a box on the stage. She jumped from a box 
next to the judges panel. So yeah, and it wasn't into a split. It was into like a shablam, Mary. It was. Yeah. Oh my God, that that would make me worry for her safety. Yeah. Well, I love because I think they they like replay it when they're doing the the deliberations and. I think slow down. You can just see like Anna Loking just like diving out of her seat, like in excitement. It's 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 fun to be able to see the judges at the same moment that something is happening. Mm, yeah, no, I that totally added to it. That added to the whole gag that they brought it out into the audience at the end of the show. It was just so wonderfully curated, you know, who put this yeah. thing together as well, like the production of this episode was also just pitch perfect. And we haven't even gotten to beasts on the runway, Mary. No, no, we have not. So maybe we should, uh, because it was, I mean, as they say later in untucked, one of the best talent shows ever, but also like one of the best runways ever. I, you know, certainly an all-star runway. I, uh, I mean, I think the first, we can talk about each of them, but I would say like, in terms of what really jumped out to me, even though she was in the bottom, Samantha ripping her face off, mm. that, I mean, I, I think the the last time we'd seen anything like that was from Dragula yeah. when Vicky Black took her face mm-hmm. off as the Hellraiser queen or the mm-hmm. Cenobite. Yes. the I, I totally appreciated where all of these queens went because I feel like, God, I'm going to shade U.S. Drag Race a little bit, so... Just be prepared. But I feel like if this was a RuPaul runway, the queens would come out and be like, I'm a total beast in the club. And like it would be like that type of interpretation. And she'd be like, you know, a sexy beast. And it would be like a slutty dress, you know, Mm -hmm. with like devil horns. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like the extent to which – you know, and I, I feel like this comes up so often with so many queens, and especially in season 14, the extent at which you're willing to be ugly. You're willing to, or you mm. even know how don't to be, be pretty, ugly. Don't be pretty, don't be pretty. Yeah. I mean, I think there's that of like, do you even know how to kind of do this kind of drag? And I think what was exciting about this was just, you know, we've seen other challenges where it's like, you know, they're they're doing spooky drag. They're witches. They're <laughs> monsters. They're witches. <laughs> they're witches. And so, like, it's a little bit of Dragulette, and I feel like this is the the closest to a Dragula-style runway or mm. floor show mm-hmm. that I think we've maybe ever seen on a Drag Race season. There was definitely a floor show element to it. Absolutely. A lot of these queens, one in particular, I was like, you better fucking tell that story, bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, are you talking about Marina? I absolutely am. Mary. Oh, my God. This, I, this was, okay, first of all, the malignant of it all, you know? Yes. Uh, it was so cool and i understood the story and it had twists it, ah, and twist. and and it wasn't like this i mean listen we'll get to onyx it was amazing but at the end of the day it also wasn't an incredibly complex no. look a lot of this depended on her her floor show up yeah it. yeah her and telling I, the story absolutely yeah. mary oh and I, I thought, you know, similar to the the talent show, I love that. I know she did; she was just safe, but I I liked that you, we were seeing that, like, oh, you don't have to do everything. I mm-hmm. mean, that was also Sharon's, you know, winning critique was like, you didn't have to spend thousands of dollars right. to accomplish this. So right. it's a nice moral to all of this, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, granted, we want 
a drag show. We want it to be bigger and over the top. And uh, this can also work. One of the judges said, there's always a twist, eh? And it just felt like they just watched a movie or read a news article or like one of those documentaries. Like, oh God, who's really the beast? You know, and there's always a twist, eh? I just love that reaction to it. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Like they like they just watched something. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. I love that so much. Um, but let's let's talk about some of these looks. Uh, we don't have to like go into total detail. Um, I appreciated that hotel was being like an executive realness Martian. I like that she had no heels on her boots. Yeah. <laughs> no heels on her boots. Um, I really loved uh, Judy Chi's lovesick woman. And ending it with love never ends well. Oh uh, yeah, this one I I this was more of a safe look for me, but yeah. this was good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, but I that just that thoughtfulness, you know. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, hmm. and then Ariel wreck, I I loved it, and then she took everything off, and I was like, oh, yeah. There was a sort of like once everything was off, like just there was a kind of a flat quality to like mm. her face and her energy. And I can't, it was reminding me of someone or something and I'll never figure out what it was. I'll tell but... you who it reminded me of. Mary. Oh. It might've been you. Are you ready? Yeah, please. Cause I saw it. I got her when they were doing the lip sync. Layla McQueen. There was definitely a Layla McQueen energy. There was definitely like in the lip sync, that yes. same body that when she uh-huh. takes the dress off. Yes. yes there was definitely a lot of that. Yeah. Um, Samantha Valentine, we talked about the bloody face when she peeled her face off. It was, yeah, it was, that was a gag. Um, Benedita Von Dash, the, the buried alongside her jewels, kind of revealing that really gross face. Um, Pharaoh Fawcett, I call her. Pharaoh Fawcett. Um, throw, she throws up. It's very, there's like a Sharon Needles moment. Um, and it's all disgusting. I I this was another safe look. I was like, great. And what's interesting about me calling it safe is that like this would be the winning look on the runway on RuPaul. Right. Absolutely. That's the all again, the disclaimer that any critique of this of this episode in general is all relative. Because like everyone is is at worst safe. Yeah. Girl. So here's my question about Onyx. How did this fit into her suitcase? I have no idea. I have no idea. I would love to know. This was Ben's fly buzzed so that Onyx's bug could uh-huh. creep. But yeah. Jasmine went into the cocoon so this bug could emerge. Yes. Yeah. This is what happens, you know, when you come out of the cocoon uh, and you don't fall in a pool while you're in the cocoon. <laughs> I, always, I always think about that. I always think of her falling in the <laughs> pool in the cocoon. The yeah, in the noodle. Yeah. And her wig floating at the top. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, this, but this, yeah, go for it. I was gonna say, I, 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 this may be hyperbolic, but this may be one of the best looks on Drag Race ever. It, it, it is one of the most memorable things, if not the most memorable thing, to happen on a Drag Race franchise right now. Like it's this look, her coming out looking that way, creating that illusion with the faces that she was making. She was the opening of Lion King. I mean, it was just, she was the the giraffes coming up the aisle. Ugh. So, Marina, we've talked about. Amazing. Uh, drag Sethless, Sethless, as I keep saying, because it just is what it is. Um, 
I just wrote down Wolf Blitzer. So that's what I have to say about this look. I wrote down Yellow Jackets. Oh, yes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, there's like a yeah. beautiful girl in this beast. Uh, and she's the beast. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I love that. I also loved when Javi's, one of the Javi's was like, oh, yeah, this is the, the wolf that ate grandma. Like, that worked for me as well. I got what they were saying of, like, I also could see, like, I assume there'd be a reveal, uh-huh. you know? Right. Let's talk about Sharon, because, you know, tricks, the dolls are the dolls, and this was one fucked up doll. Oh, my God, the dolls are the dolls. Uh, the dolls. At this point, tricks, the dolls are the dolls. <laughs> at this point, That tricks. is such a fabulous <laughs> quote. At this point, tr- oh, give all of the credit to Gia Gunn <laughs> because like Gia Gunn can fucking do it. Uh, no, at this point tricks, <laughs> the dolls are the dolls. I mean, this... doesn't that just, there's such a sense of calm and resolution yes. to that about life. You know what? The dolls are the dolls. What do you want from me? It can mean so many things. Right. I think that's right. also why I love it. You could respond to that about so many things. It's and because it's not even a platitude, and it is. You know what I mean? Ugh. Right. And if you are going to respond to someone with that, make sure you say. And you know what, tricks? Yeah. At this the point, dolls tricks. Are the, yeah. At this point, tricks. So at this point, tricks. The dolls are the dolls. You have to say all of it. It's kind of like uh-huh. now. Let the music play. Has to be followed by "Oh baby," you know. Yes, at this point, tricks with the S. The dolls. <laughs> yeah, tricks. The dolls are the dolls. The dolls are the dolls. I love it. Um, Mary, this—if I'm gonna pick my favorite look on the runway—and again, like you're trying to shade me about like you know Onyx's drag. Oh, like, Mary, I got over it. It was just a joke. But, <laughs> but like, oh my God, this was so fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the I I love that we're having multiple queens ripping their face off on yes. the runway. More of that. I I love this idea. That's that's a whole new reveal is to rip your face off. Yeah, yeah. And I know that the there's the critique later from Anna to Diamante about like horror and how it's hard to do something new because everything's been done. Mm. But I felt like you could apply that to Sharon as well. That was like this is there's a lot of creepy fucking dolls out there, but this. I, this was this felt original, and I like the idea that, you know, it it works because she made out of out of a bunch of old you know materials. You yeah, know? Like, this shouldn't have been expensive. You it, know, it it hit differently, and even the idea that it was made out of old materials, like there's a spookiness in that too. I don't know, uh, and Javi Calvo's face was perfect. Uh, just that shock, like oh, it was almost like an emoji. It was fantastic. Uh, well, if he needs someone to hold his hand or put an arm around him in the theater, make him feel calm. Or put something you know, in that mouth, Mary. Why maybe not? put something in that mouth. Maybe see if there's anything in that popcorn bucket for him, you know? Yeah, stick a little burger in there, a little hot dog. Yeah, guess what? I got a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. why don't you root around for it in there? <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real yeah. bad. Let you look for the buns later. You All know? right, Mary. Uh, Estrella comes out as the queen of mirrors, uh, pulls her tongue off, chokes on an eyeball. Um, uh this was a fine look. Yeah, I call this divine pizza. Yeah. You know, at this point, I'm just happy to see her. Uh-huh. And, Absolutely. But it's like, you know, not the, not, not you know, a, a safe look. Yeah. Compared to everybody else. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Diamante, Mary. Diamante. I love that uh, Supreme described this as tubers, the musical. I don't know what a tuber is. I think it's a, I think that's a description for potatoes, but tubers, the musical. Oh, yeah. I think that's right, Mary. I think that's right. 
Yeah. I'm do a Google on tubers. Tubers. Uh, because it was very kind of potato-y. I did love that she, like, kept it fashion with the billowing shoulders. It, this was – and mm-hmm. the rope the rope coming out of her mouth was grotesque. Like, it was disgusting. And yet there was, like – I could still see it on a runway. Yeah, I think in some ways this may have been the most Dragula adjacent. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I could absolutely see this look intact – on Dragula and it'd be effective. Yeah, I really, you know, and it was really smart of her to kind of like, we were talking about before, like, you know, US queens might lean towards like, I'm a sexy monster, but I thought it was cool that (laughs) she gave us the traditional sexy performance in the talent show and then like went just the absolute opposite direction. And I thought that was just a, you know, smart gameplay, as they say. Mm, Amazing. Did you find tubers? I did. It's yeah, that's definitely like, you know, potatoes, uh, you know, tubers. Well, you know, Wikipedia wants me to think that it's a it's an enlarged structure uh, that's used as storage organs for nutrients in some plants. And I just what's an example of a tuber? Uh, Cumara, potatoes, yam, taro, Jerusalem artichokes. Those are tubers. All right. Tuber. Yeah. Um, I I was. I guess I agreed. I think I said this at the top. I agreed with the top and the bottoms. Um, but going into it, I had no idea, Mary, because I was still just gagged. I knew Samantha yeah. Ballantines would be red for her act not having as much impact. Yeah, you could kind of get a sense of who might be. As obviously, once they narrowed it down to the, the just the six they critiqued, it was like, okay, I. there's also, you know, there... I don't know how much the editing of these episodes is kind of breaking this mold, but it, so far we've seen that like the queen who's kind of giving a lot of her backstory in the workroom uh-huh. has then been in the bottom and gone home, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's a familiar structure of like, well, we got to get her story in. So once I saw that Ariel's was maybe not as impactful as everybody else's and we got her story, I was like, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're going, I think Tyne's going to have to come pick you yeah, up. Yeah, and they know? also showed Tyne Daly saying that. You know, like oh, right, she, right, yeah, and a mother knows. Yeah, a mother mothers, knows. Mothers always know, and yeah. they didn't need to. They didn't need to keep that in there. You know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's worth mentioning just that Sharon won the mini and the maxi challenge, ah, and queen, yeah, queen, queen Mary, mini and maxi, which also sounds like a fun little like comic about two little mice that live in the workroom, mini yeah, and maxi, mini and maxi, or it could also be like. Uh, a, a comic for girls to learn about tampons? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it might be more educational than and just like that. I didn't find that helpful for tampons. Uh, I don't remember that part of and just the whole like thing that. of Charlotte trying to show her daughter how to put a tampon. Oh in. my god, that's right. <laughs> it, was all, it wasn't a part. It was a whole episode. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, no, Minnie and Maxie. Uh, you know, sizes. Uh, that Minnie and Maxie could be teaching little girls uh about this or i shouldn't even say little girls uh you know people about tampons because i could learn a thing or two men can learn a thing or two men with periods all that uh it is uh it's coming mary (laughs) well and i i I hear if you got a yeah if you got a bad nosebleed i feel like you know (laughs) pop an ob up there and you're okay Uh, i learned that from she's the man with uh channing tatum i think that may be where i learned it as well yeah (laughs) Anyway, uh, there was I, one last thing when they were critiquing Diamante and uh, you know going crazy for her and whatnot. 
I I don't know if they said it or if like it popped into my head, but it was very much like a concert moment. Like we were at, it was, they did say it. They were at like a concert, and it felt so cool. Yeah, and I think that you know, I, I feel like with season fourteen with the talent show, we had kind of talked about this where you know, Cornbrebs, for example, it's like you're putting on a performance that you could then do on tour. Mm. You know, like you're basically showing what you could do in the post show tour. Yeah, and I. And I think, you know, kind of showing like, here's what I can put on. Here's what I can do. Um, and for it to not just feel like a talent show on Drag Race is uh, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like at this point, it's like Diamante, like you don't even need to win. Just go on tour with this performance, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. I think that's what the guest judge was saying too, like uh, what was her name? Her Zoe. Name was, oh, yeah. Lizoe. Uh, she's absolutely right. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Just be my opening act. <laughs> I, I would love to see it. I'd, I'd love to see it. I um, love well, no surprise. Samantha and Ariel are in the bottom two for this you know, wackadoo song and that I loved, but, you know, head in the oven. Uh, and, I mean, I, I'll say this. I was a little worried about Samantha because I felt like we were seeing a very similar kind of like let me just take all my stuff off and make a fool of myself mm -hmm. performance mm -hmm. but i mean ariel was you know uh she was definitely uh, in italics i guess you could say <laughs> that's very funny that's very funny no sarah no sarah needed to be bolder yeah. maybe underline some moments oh you know well she got striked out you know what i mean yeah, maybe uh, maybe next time consider you know Garamond or um, Impact. Impact might have had more impact. We, you could also say that Ariel wasn't part of their world. You could say that. You could say that she lost her voice in this competition. <laughs> you could say that uh, you know she needed she needed legs. <laughs> yeah, she really didn't have the legs to stay in this competition, so she floundered really. <laughs> If you think about it, but, uh, you know, oh God, as she said, as we all said, I want more, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got to kiss that girl. You got to kiss her. Kiss her. Yeah. Um, Mary, I, Sam's lip sync was just this act of desperation and comedy. It wasn't polished. I didn't find any nuance. She was just being a clown and, she can't continue to just take off her clothes and her wig when she lip syncs, right? Like, that's my first question. But then I'm like, or can she? I mean, I think that eventually it comes down to, like, you know, versatility. Is that all you know how to do? Yeah. And do something I, else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she is great TV. I think she's really funny. She's got great narration. Like, I, I hope she bounces back. But I feel like if she were to land on the bottom again or even kind of do obviously not well, I would be like, I, w I wouldn't have to wait until the end of the episode to know she's going home. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's a, there's an art Simone quality to her coming into this lip sync. Everybody on, on that set knows who she is and she's not delivering. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh, okay, well we'll keep you a little bit longer, Sam or Simone. Okay. And I wonder if, like, the gag is going to be Sam goes home finally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that much like, you know, Drag Race UK season two, there is that feeling already of, like, I don't see anyone as a weak link. I kind of, you know, there's really no clue 
you know, I felt maybe the first week, the pre-owned least Maritza Pritza did feel like a, a first out kind of queen. But after this, after after Ariel and Sam, I don't know. All it, it's anyone's game. Oh, you know? I know, Mary. I know. Like who's who? Like really, really, really guess who's next. Oh, I mean, let's see. We. I mean, if I had to guess, I have a like, guess. I mean, I would say I could probably eliminate. I could say, well, it's not going to be Sharon. It's not going to be Marina. It's not going to be Onyx. I could. It's not going to be Jurichi. Jurichi. I could see Hota being in some trouble. What's the uh, next challenge? Do we remember? I can't remember. It looks like it's some kind of. Uh, I watched the preview, but then there was something about someone's diary, and she looked like she was on a news show. You know, uh, Spanish oh, Maria's yeah. fill us in. Okay, yeah. right, 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 right. That's. But I don't know. Um, what's your What's your guess of who would go home next? Uh, Hota Karahota. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I could see her if not next. It being a rough, a rough couple episodes before she goes. You know. Yeah. There's there, there's a lot of experience and talent on this season. And I feel like it, almost out of reverence, they have to eliminate Hota first. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, we got to just be real here of like, look who you're up against, you know, uh, Sethless's 20 load weekend mm. and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Sharon and Louie. Yeah. Marina kind of. Marina. Living Marina. in the port. Yeah. Living oh, at, my living God. At, living at the marina. Yeah. yeah. Man, she is just buoying in this competition. <laughs> uh, buoying my hopes. But anyway, yeah, this is a this is a tough season. These are some tough fucking Great queens. cast. Great yeah. cast. We said this last episode. Just it's the there's so many different perspectives and they're all seemingly at the top of their game in those perspectives. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe to no surprise, my BSA this week is Marina. I mm. think that she Agreed. was really magnetic in in the talent show, and then on the runway, just took it to a new level. And this was hard because I could have said Stella because I loved her performance oh. and her song choked me up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was. Yeah, Estrella uh, was uh, definitely in the running for me. If Marina also didn't have that narrative come out in the reading challenge. Like there was something very BSA about that too. Yeah. Of like, you know, like she just wasn't in that same headspace. I right. appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it created like maybe some interesting future narratives in the workroom. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, this was, uh, I am, I am officially so fucking excited about this season and I guess I'm glad that season 14 is ending soon because I'm like, bye, girl. Yeah, bye, girl. I I, I can't wait to focus in. Um, yeah. No, oh, it's so good. I was so pleasantly surprised um, and shocked. I mean, even when I think we got one message like late Sunday night or something, it was like Mary's. Are you what? Did you watch it? And I was just like, oh, I guess something happened. Right. And then mm-hmm. the, the next morning I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, I it was everything, everything, yeah, everything, everything. Now, just a little disclaimer. We this episode, we probably should have said this at the beginning, but this episode was so good that we couldn't possibly just keep it on Patreon this week. So we have put out this, as you probably are well aware at this point in, in the evening, that this episode we put out both on Patreon and on the main feed. But it's just in honor of how good this episode was 
and we will be keeping our word and the rest of this season will be exclusively on Patreon. And so if you do want to keep up with us for the rest of Drag Race España, uh, especially now at the beginning of the month, this is a great time to join us uh, at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Yeah, it's like buying us two cups of coffee, you know, yeah, two, for the two month. Two cups of coffee. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, this is nothing. This is just like a little Folgers in a cup with hot water. Come yeah, on. There you go. Uh, Mary's, if you have any thoughts on Drag Race Spain Season 2, Episode 2, The Talent Show, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can also email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can hear even more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can hear more of me, or actually find more of me, see more of me. There is more of me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And there's more of both of us, including the rest of Drag Race España, but also our our Nuance All Right Mary after show covering season 14 and some Drag Race España talk. Our Only Mary's discussions on Project Runway and Center Stage and and, and so much more. Mary's, there's a fuck ton, and it's all at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary, why don't you tell our listeners what the Last Chance Lip Sync is? Well, it may be a day late and a dollar short, but who cares? Uh, this, this uh, This is a song called Marisa. Uh, it, you know, in, in honor of the only Drag Race España queen that we did not see in this week's episode, Maritza Pritza, uh, we are doing our last chance lip sync is Leo Dan, the, the lovely Leo Dan, the lovely Argentinian sensation Leo Dan singing Maritza. I love it. Mary's, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed uh, the Drag Race talent show from Spain as much as we did and we will see you very soon. Tot scenes. Marisa Arrivederci Marisa Adios amor Te vas Se va mi Porque la llevas tú. Adiós, adiós amor. Adiós, mi dulce amor.